0: Off top, February 12th, Abe Lincoln's birthday.
1: <laughs> Play the music.
0: This is the Dominique Foxworth Show. <clears throat> oh, what's up, Charlie? We're not even going to talk about it, man. We had a great football game. How about that? Isn't it Weird. Uh, I guess "weird" is the wrong word. Like I, the holding call, I thought was like an accurate call, and it just sucked to not see Jalen Hurts get another opportunity with the ball in his hand because he seemed unstoppable. But he he really took. I think the last question or the last thing we hadn't seen him do was like play great in a big game against a top tier opponent, and he did that. That was nice. But I know you said you got a bunch of questions for me off of last night's Super or I guess it's Tuesday now, people listening to it off of Sunday Super Bowl. So I will turn the mic over to you, my friend.
2: Okay, so I mean, we, we have a lot to go through. The dust has settled. Um, I'm fine with getting to Jalen Hurts second, but first I got to know, how are you feeling and how should we be feeling? We made it through football season. Are you exhausted? Are you happy?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so exhausted. But we haven't made it through football season at least i haven't made it through football season uh it's not over until i finish recording the rest of my shows i got another Mm. show with mina tomorrow i got uh, a podcast with uh, barnwell i have to record later today and then i'll be able to like fully realize that i've made it to the finish line but it's was an intense season a great season a sad season and many times a scary season but we made it to the finish line and it ended with Patrick Mahomes kind of taking another step uh, closer to like immortality and greatness and goat status. I mean, how I think we forget
2: sometimes good Super Bowls are f- incredible because <laughs> like, sometimes they're not yeah. the, they're not like that. Like I was I was standing up gra- like white knuckling the back of my chair um, during that game and I I I want to get to Mahomes too, but I think we should start with Hurts because I think for a lot of the season, something we talked about was this guy's an MVP candidate. He's developing at a rate only second to Josh Allen. Um and I don't
0: know. I mean, I might put him his development ahead of Josh Allen. Yeah. Like Josh Allen a- was a first round pick and the expectations were high. And also he had plenty of time to develop. Jalen Hurts right. was a second round pick who kind of was like, hey. This is your chance, and and he rose to the occasion last year, and then got even better this year, and then played I think the best game we've seen him play. Hands in the down. Super Bowl. Yeah, and, like it wasn't just the. I think it's important to, to remember or to realize that he had better throws than Patrick Mahomes in this game. Like not only was he running really well, but like he threw that that um, third and fourteen out cut to uh, to Goddard. That was in a football-sized hole. If it's any higher, it's picked up by the safety. If it's any lower, it's picked off by Snead, the corner. He had a couple passes that were like, damn. Those are like Aaron Rodgers-type throws. Not that Patrick Mahomes wasn't great. We'll get to it. He was great, but I think it's important to realize that Jalen hurts four touchdowns total and -hmm. 304 yards through the air, 70 some yards on the ground. He was probably, with the exception of one fumble, which was very like impactful he was the best player on the field I thought through the course the entire game and and was like poised the whole time so when he told Sirianni to stop talking trash he just like in, in control of the game
2: that was um yeah I mean that was one of the things that jumped out and I want to get to the more macro Jalen Hurts part of it but but to your point yeah he feathered two throws that we would have expected those to be Mahomes throws like he put it between two defenders um, even the deep ball on that sort of deep drag to AJ Brown was absurd. The placement of it, like only AJ Brown could get to that ball. Yeah. Um, my question on Hertz though, in the more macro perspective, um, because I don't think like the mistake and the fumble, yeah, like you're going to hold that against the guy who really carried your offense. Um, do you think I, I hate to just do tears thing, but he to me, he has to be like you got Mahomes peerless, you've got I think you have Burrow at number two, but I think it's like. Hurts and Josh Allen are the, are like in a tier now. And then the, the, he's leapfrogged the Lamar Jacksons, the Trevor Lawrences, that, that mid-level tier. And to me, that was an actual, like, not to just go, you know, football hot take. That was an actual question coming into this game because we'd never seen him play beyond the structure of an, uh, an Eagles offense that was loaded and continued to be loaded.
0: Yeah, I, I've been high on Jalen Hurts all morning and since, I mean, all season, but certainly been trying to make sure that we all appreciate the moment. So like, I I feel like I want to give you some other um, conversation because I assume by the time people get to this on Tuesday, they've heard everyone talk about how great Jalen Hurts was. yeah So I'm trying to think of like, what is the knock against Jalen Hurts? And I would say like, he was not under pressure with the offensive line was good. His receivers are incredible, but still throw
2: into the receivers more.
0: Yeah. But still he was so impressive. Like there really is no knock on Jalen Hurts, especially at this point in his career and Especially given the fact that they still have ton of draft capital to like continue to hit and continue to keep this roster loaded. And when you asked him to be special, he was special in the yeah. biggest game. Like I don't I, I'm not sure how how to walk away from this thinking anything other than he's like risen to that uh to an elite tier to uh yeah. you got to you got a guy who's runner up to MVP and was on track to be a Super Bowl MVP had he gotten the ball back?
2: His guy's guy, his girl's guy, he's just a guy. Um, yeah. But so I did, I wanted to start with Jalen Hurts just to get so he could put some flowery compliments out there because now it's time to roast the Eagles. And oh. I am so happy they lost. And <laughs> the, I didn't think I was going to feel that way. I really did not. And I was watching that game with with no dog, no dog in the fight. And then everything the Eagles do. They have got to be the most annoying team in the league, not just for Sirianni on the sideline, but they're like the NBA team. They're like the Houston Rockets. They have pushed the rules to the logical extreme until they call it. And during that game, I was like, get the f*** out of here with another rugby play on fourth and two. I get it. You just need eight yards for a first down. Get the bleep out of here with another inside screen where your linemen are seven yards downfield before they catch the ball. Those poor defensive backs. Your kin getting hit by 380 pound Jordan Mailata 11 yards down the field because the refs are afraid to make that call. That's like, you know, that was one of the things about the call at the end of the game. I was like, okay, you know, ticky tack call, whatever. Eagles got the the three calls that Dude. weren't overturned on catches: the Goddard catch, the Devonte Smith catch, the Miles Sanders catch fumble. They had. Lane Johnson somehow beating the snap count on every single play, which is a storyline going into the week. They had these inside screens, they had the rugby plays. all this stuff is going to be legislated out of the game by next season because it makes it makes these like 11 minute drives that are less fun to watch and kept kept Mahomes off the field. And all I was thinking was your style of football only let me watch 13 minutes of Patrick Mahomes in the first three quarters of that game. It is football justice that you lost. <laughs>
0: That is a take. I mean, so I get what you're saying. Some of those things, yeah, they're kind of annoying, but it's not like they don't do the other stuff, too. Yeah, they do the other stuff, too. They do other stuff well, but you're right. No one else is doing the rugby play, which is fine. I don't hate the rugby play as much as you, but I do like you want those moments to be intense moments because they're pivotal. And they felt so anticlimactic. Like they just kept yeah. going on fourth and short. And we're like, all right, well, that's the first down. Oh, well, that's the first down before it even snapped. And you're you're certainly right about that. But I think it's also I get the reasons why they could be hateable, but I really like them. And I think in large part is Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Hurts is like uh what Tim Tebow was, <laughs> except actually good for uh for those um those Florida teams that got into so much trouble, but yeah, Jalen Hurts makes them likable, and he's incredible.
2: Well, that was the thing that was like, once they when they were actually playing and stretching the field, um, and like he was taking shot plays, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, they were they they were super fun to watch. Like it was it was just all the stuff on the edges. Which, by the way, that's been the story of the NFL for the last twenty years with the Patriots: play the edges. If the refs doesn't don't call it, it's not a penalty. So I totally get it, but I was still very annoyed by it. Um, so can I bring up another thing that I thought was just now, now we're just getting to my complaints.
0: Okay. Let's do it.
2: I like it. Grievances. List them. Okay. This is the worst bleeping take I've ever seen. I saw it a lot on social media. I mean, I'm a huge Bill Simmons fan of this podcast, and this is what he opened up with. They're talking about Mahomes faking his injury. How could he run that fast with a hurt ankle? And I was like, are we really doing this? I was like, are we... Are we really doing this? The guy who played on one leg and clearly was hurt and played one of the most heroic games we've ever seen. We're, we're really, we're going to do it. We're going to do like a pain threshold here. that it was like a four out of 10 high ankle sprain.
0: I assume Bill was being sarcastic and trying to get jokes off. Anybody who's putting that out there is just trying to be funny. Like, I'm not sure. Is that a thing? Like, nobody does that. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a real thing. And it's not something that I think Patrick Mahomes, well, I don't know him like that, but like, why? Why would you, yeah, it just doesn't seem uh, to have much benefit. Like, he's already great. He doesn't need to, like, maybe if you're struggling and you stink, like, oh, I'm, I was hurt. Mm. But, like, he's already the best in football. He doesn't need to add to his legacy by faking an injury for multiple weeks. Like, it doesn't seem to make sense. I'm sure they were joking. Anybody who's putting that out there is just trying to be funny.
2: <laughs> well, can I give you a couple other bad takes?
0: All right, let's hear them.
2: Uh um... Well, there was the the obvious ones. The refs and the field ruined the game for the Eagles. That one is out there. The uh, and then this one was my favorite. I saw this one floating around. The reason Andy Reid was able to make such good halftime adjustments was because the halftime show was so long. Because Rihanna had a catalog of so many hits.
0: Isn't a halftime show always long? Like they, they didn't make the it longer one. this year. This is the longest one. Oh, it was one. longer this yeah. year than it was in the past. Yeah. Well. I hope Re i mean she was wearing red, so she was rooting for the Chiefs. You want to give Andy Re. I mean, the halftime adjustment or the hugest adjustment was that um motion whip route. Like it wasn't a complicated mm-hmm. adjustment. It was like they're gonna try to pass it off, and we'll once you motion down inside, and like and then you'll run back outside and be wide open, Kadarius Tony and and Sky Moore. And then they did it with Juju, and that was the, the holding call, was because the Eagles adjusted to that motion into a whip route with putting Bradbury up in press and Bradbury got beat. So he grabs, which like, I completely understand. It's it's a tough route to cover, especially when Patrick Mahomes can place the ball. So yeah, I mean, I, that wasn't a hard adjustment to put in. I, I don't, I didn't see anything else significant.
2: Do you think the Eagles defense was fraudulent? Obviously the offense wasn't, yeah. but the reason like they gave up like 34 and 40 when they played Prescott and Rogers was the only good quarterbacks they played. They had a weird path. And now this.
0: Yeah, they, it didn't, all season long, they've been more talented than most teams. And when you do that, you don't have to do like complex game plans uh, from game to game. And they didn't do, I'm not saying they came in here and just ran all the same regular stuff. They didn't adjust at all, but they didn't do much that was challenging the Eagles and they did or challenging the, the chiefs. And they didn't have that many counter punches in part, I think, because all year they just beat the piss out of people. And, you're not accustomed to like trying new things and and I'm um, integrating something a little bit more complicated. And when you got Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, if they know what you're gonna do and they kind of have you figured out, they're gonna adjust to it. You got to switch. That's one of the things that we talked about. The Bengals that have done so well against the Chiefs is they got multiple things. And if it's drop eight or if it's um uh, not showing and blitzing off of one side, it's these sorts of things. The Eagles. Just didn't have a whole bunch of counter punches. Not that it would have mattered, but it, it only matters when it does. Like I, I'm not sure that they would have been able to confuse them or stop them at any point. But it seemed like uh, we saw this when the Chiefs played the 49ers early in the season. It was like, yeah, you guys are really good, but when Patrick knows what you're gonna do, he's gonna put up 400 yards on you, like he did against the um, 49ers. He didn't. He wasn't that prolific against the Eagles, but he made the plays that he needed to, to make.
2: It actually made me think of um, a quote that Andre Iguodala said about guarding LeBron in the finals. This, And I was thinking about this last night was that he basically was like, number one thing we had to do about against LeBron is like obstruct his vision and make him think. And then on the next possession, we did it every possession, but on the next possession we had to do it in a different way because if they did it the same way twice, He only needed to see it a second time, and he would rip it apart. And that's what I thought about with the Eagles' defense a tiny bit because four possessions in the first half, seven offensive points for the Chiefs. Four possessions in the second half. I think it was twenty-four offensive points for the Chiefs. Like they didn't like that defense didn't change. Mahomes just shredded them, and those those drives were so fast.
0: Yeah, it seemed like they did blitz more than they normally do. It seemed like they played a lot more man coverage than they normally do. But those aren't like I don't know. They they don't feel like complicated switches it wasn't like uh uh an overload or a a show blitz or um a a zone um over kelsey like i thought that was one of the answers that you would have that i would have liked to see when with an answer to that whip route is like a zone blitz rather than but i'm sure patrick has an answer for that also that's the thing that we talked about a bunch is one of the benefits of having a core that's together for a long time is to be fair there's nothing they could have done that I'm sure Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy and Travis Kelsey don't have an answer for or haven't seen, but you have to switch it from series to series because like yeah. once you come out and you you stifle them once, and like, all right, we have an answer for that. Then you have to have something different for them because they can they can institute whatever their adjustment is so quickly. And to those whip routes that ended up being two touchdowns, they ran it two times for touchdowns before they even adjusted and then the adjustment didn't work. Yeah. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom on Yeho Tequila. Came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur. Barnstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
2: So I want to ask you a tiny bit about the defense, and I also want to ask you about Kelsey. Just quick things. This isn't a gotcha thing. It's just... I was thinking about last night. And I was wondering if you were rethinking some of the like Dominic nope. Foxworth football maxims. Well, nope. no, no, because we were talking about how it's good. If the Eagles need to be weak anywhere, it needs it's okay that it's not about stopping the run. And I actually do think that was a big part of how the Chiefs treaded water in that game and started the comeback was six yards of carry, Pacheco being able to uh you know break off long runs um when he hadn't really all season. And Do you think that that's a rule that's more important in the rate or is more true in the regular season than the postseason when this stuff matters?
0: I mean, the reason so, as you know, I believe that absolutes are for children and dumb people. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't think anything is 100 percent absolute. So, like, yeah, don't cross the street when there's a red stop hand up. I tell that to children and dumb people. But I'm a grown up. I'm in New York. If there are no cars coming, I can cross the street. So, like, I feel the same way about my own maxims. It's like, yes, I believe that if you're going to give something up, it is the running game, as long as you don't give up big plays. And I still believe that to be true. Um, The tough thing, the reason why I believe that to be true is most teams are not good enough to four or five yards to pop all the way down the field without having a penalty, a turnover, something that will stop them. They need big chunks the chiefs are good enough. Yeah. Coincidentally, it's like the chiefs are good enough. And, um, it wasn't like the Eagles didn't have a shot in that game, but I do, I could understand your point that or I could understand pushing back and saying that it's different in the postseason Because in the postseason. You're going to run up against teams that are less likely to make mistakes, teams that are comfortable with doing that. And if you do that, you don't put pressure on them to do the difficult things. Only reason why passing is, is like, so like, uh, like the analytics suggest that passing is better than running in football is because running so hard. Yeah. Like running is so, it's lower risk and it's easier if you can do it. You know what I mean? Like the, I, I'm not sure if I'm making it, making it clear, but like, if you can run for four yards of pop, there's no completion the field,
2: percentage in, in running. He gets the ball,
0: but it's hard to do it against defenses uh, with NFL players on the other side every time. And it's tough. If you go, if you run it on first down you get one yard at second and nine then you're already in a tough spot so i think that's that's what i'm hoping for is because or that's what i'm thinking is there's no way to it's harder to come back from that and even if you somebody's going to make a play so you run it all right we get a first down because we ran it four times in a row or three times in a row got a first down all right the next series one of those times you try to run the ball Someone on our team is going to make a play or you're going to get called for a holding or someone's going to make a bad read or something. And then you're in third and nine. And now that's when we win.
2: Hmm. All right. So I need to ask you about the second one, because this is a huge part of it. So last night, it's about, it's about receivers, but it's not yep, to take a, about, no, it's not to take about the number needing a number one receiver. Because I think we were looking at that wrong. Travis Kelsey is a number one receiver. He's an all-time pass catcher. But I think what's interesting is we talked a lot early in the season about, Guys who stretch the field on the outside at true X versus someone who plays in the middle of the field in a slot, more of a slot type role. Kelsey's obviously super unique, but he occupies that center of the field in a way that's interesting. And now we have the last two Super Bowls sort of dominated by, I guess, dominated by guys who play in the middle of the field. Does that change the way that you think about how valuable a pass catcher can be if they aren't a true number one, a, a just, uh, you know? Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill type
0: guy. It's about putting pressure on the defense. Mm -hmm. And I think that you can put pressure on the defense in the middle of the field. And that like opens things up with wise, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. I, I will always firmly believe that the most dangerous thing you can do is threaten a team vertically. And that's, that's not going to change. If you have a receiver who is terrifying as far as like he could score a touchdown on any play. That is something you have to be aware of every snap and that makes everyone else's job easier. I think there is stretching or um, attacking the middle of the field. I think does put a type of pressure on a defense, but I think it's a little bit lighter pressure than someone running deep down the field, like, or even someone who's capable of catching a slant and going to the crib or catching an out and going to the crib or catching an option route and going to the crib that speed and that number one receiver or Someone who can, like, go up and win a contested catch. Like, all that, to me, is frankly more valuable because from a defensive perspective, it's we can't make one mistake. We can't leave this guy open. And so Travis, he's great. We leave him open. He he busts the coverage. It might be a 20-yard game. It's not the same as Tyreek Hill. Yeah. So, like, yes, they won, but it's – and this is probably – having been a cornerback who's had people run past them before, maybe it's just, like, nightmare fuel for me but I think it will be true of any defensive coordinator that they'd rather have a tight end. They have rather try to game plan for or play defense against a tight end who seemingly can get open at any time he wants in the middle of field than a guy who can score a touchdown anytime you throw it. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Um, so I think that's, we've, we've given a lot of football here.
0: Mm-hmm. Now Good. I think we can. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I got a few more for you and, I'm going to start with with some old white guys.
0: Uh, My favorite. Yeah, I know. Do you think Tom Brady might come back next year now that Mahomes is on his ass? (laughs) Um, I think Tom Brady might come back next year no matter what, whether Mahomes is on his ass or not. I think it's I don't think he'll come back in the regular season. I mean, I don't think he'll come back in the preseason. My guess is I'm not the first one who said this, but my guess is it'll be a team like Jets were this year. Or they're like, oh, if we just had a guy or a team with a quarterback injury, like the 49ers were, I think it'll be hard for him to to um reject that opportunity, you know, which uh, get another Super Bowl or get another run and and ending his. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I was about to like pivot into all the ways that we talk about and look at the game. No, he just loves it. And if he gets another chance, it doesn't matter if the team has a shot or not. If he gets another chance to play ball, I, I feel like Tom Brady's going to have a hard time saying no to it until people he's, stop calling him.
2: He's a football crackhead.
0: Yes, um, <laughs> he he he's Tyrone Bickham's football. He just crushed it up and snort it. Oh,
2: gosh. <laughs> so I'm going to give a, a, a slight pause here. So in case Christina needs an in point and an out point, but I need to ask you there were, to me, three. Probably borderline offensive, but genuinely funny old white guy moments or middle-aged white guy moments. We off the top, we had the you know Chris Berman one. There was also Kevin Burkhardt calling, zooming in on Elon Musk and Rupert Murdoch and calling them two of the most brilliant minds of a generation. And then the third (laughs) one is Terry Bradshaw, who like three times in four minutes told Andy Reid to waddle over to him while he was like about to get the Lombardi Trophy. Was that the perfect (laughs) trifecta of like? Old white dudeness, middle aged to old white dudeness.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I, I do know that uh Ashley does a bunch of this in the uh, the uh roses and thorns. So don't worry. Right. Sorry. Uh, it's it's in the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm just glad I'm glad everyone noticed because all of those things were very funny.
0: All right. So what are we um do you have anything else on the Super Bowl? Or it's it's time how much time before we have to deep dive And I mean, you are you don't have kids. And so you are up to date on everything NBA. I'm mm-hmm. a little bit behind. So I guess how many days do I have off before I have to fire up this league pass and get informed on everything?
2: Post all-star break. You got a couple of weeks. All
0: right.
2: All right. Um, well, we'll and that's, that's the last thing I want to, to, to leave you with here. It's like, are we going to we got some NBA. We're going to have some NFL draft. Got some tennis. Should we have like a a, a TV book club, too? mailbags should we like watch it. and break down a, a show every week
0: i like it i like it um yeah i guess we can get some requests the tough thing about breaking down shows every week is not all shows yeah we'll we'll talk about it we'll figure it out but yeah i like a tv book club i like it mm. and we're gonna call it a book club so we sound smart
2: I'm, I'm and waiting. also then our, our 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 listeners will actually watch it if, like yeah. if I if I tell them to read Great Expectations, it's not going to happen as they get through Miss Havisham and Pip's adventure. I think
0: I think you're you're right, but one thing I found about shows that do book clubs, yeah, is even if I don't read it, I enjoy feeling oh, like yeah. I'm reading it. So I don't think he's wrong with doing a book club, but yeah. also I don't feel like reading. So exactly. I really like I used to like to read, but now it's like, uh, I'm good.
2: I, that's to that point. I would listen to Bomani talk about any book that I haven't read. I do that every year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've kept up with Bomani's book club. Uh, Yeah, I think I've read both of those books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Friday Night Lights and then the other one with the Ali book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so we'll figure out the show. I think you probably want to do Last of Us will be my guess, but we'll figure out something. That releases every week because we can't do a stream show that's no fun yeah or we could do that tennis oh never mind we'll figure it out all right appreciate it time for everybody i'm not supposed to say that anymore time for roses and thorns
2: (laughs) you're not supposed to say everyone's favorite foxworth
0: yeah ashley doesn't like that i don't know why it's the truth but whatever
1: he's so good Dominique been lately? Bad or good? Let's find out. This is Roses and Thorns.
0: All right, Roses and Thorns with my wife, Ashley. Hello, wife. You see my my sweatshirt? I broke a sweat running back to the hotel so I can get this beautiful sweatshirt.
4: It says Ashley, guys. I wonder who got it for him.
0: (laughs) I got it for myself because I need everybody to know. My ring is not enough. I need a shirt that also tells all these wild New York women to stay away from me.
4: Because so many of them are hitting on him. I got
0: hit on in New York one time, like six years ago. And it was And amazing. it scarred
4: him. It scarred him. It made him realize he needs to wear sweatshirts that have my name on him.
0: That was terrible.
4: Well, and I'm wearing my sweater. I wore my sweatshirt that says Dominique last week. And I'm wearing my sweater that has an A and a D and like a Cupid heart. I added some confetti beating around it because, you know, I'm a confetti kind of girl.
0: Got to. So did you enjoy the Super Bowl?
4: I did. So Dominique was here. We had a busy weekend. He was here and then had to take a train right after we had my son turn 10 over the weekend. So we had a 10th birthday party for him um, yesterday. And then he left yesterday like early. And then he left was an right amazing
0: out. birthday party, by the way. And I think our family gets accustomed to all of these amazing birthday parties that you um, put on for all of our children. But um, I-, I guess Christina, a friend of ours, pointed out how you're on top of everything. And I didn't realize how uh well planned all of our kids birthday parties are every year and and uh I guess this year so we did a flag football party because our son's really into football and you had jerseys printed for all 30 of the kids that were there we played flag football yeah we played I had a nerf fight afterwards and it was all great and everyone was super appreciative especially me and especially our very grateful son
4: Well, you know, he shows his gratitude in interesting ways, but yes, he did have a good, he's had a long year. This has been a long year for our family and for him. And so I want to kind of defend myself a bit and say that I don't do those like, and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just not me. Like I'm not the kids party person with like the custom balloons and backdrops and like, like perfectly themed. Like, I don't know like why I feel like I'm defending myself, but I don't want you to envision that. But it's just like what I found like the cheapest jerseys that I could get printed. Um, and got, went to five below and got every kid of football and have markers. So their, their teammates could autograph their balls. The theme was the games before the big game since his birthday, his birthday was actually Saturday, but he had so many sports on Saturday. And my other, my daughter had a lot of sports. Speaking of, I need to do the spring signups, um, for the two that I haven't completed those for yay. They'll be playing on a total of five teams in the spring between our three kids. it will be really fun making five games a weekend. Um, but, um, but yeah, so it was football theme, but how about he was like, mm, you know, instead of a party, y'all could just take me to Super Bowl. Like that was a super easy, basic yeah. ask. And it was like
0: a, a month before his birthday, when you were talking yeah. about parties, he was like, I can just go to the Super Bowl. It was like, Ugh. I mean, you could, I mean, I guess, but last minute like this, it requires a lot finding. Uh, like tickets are expensive and hotels and flights. Oh, maybe we'll shoot But I try...
4: I was like, honey, yeah, like, people can't just go to the Super Bowl. Like, the Super, Super Bowl tickets are so hard to get. He was like, daddy's gotten them before. And I was like, like, he, he's he knows... And then he has a friend whose uncle is, like, high up in the Chiefs organization. So we live in D.C., not... Kansas City but um one of his friends loves the Chiefs um because he has this fa- family connection and so his friend canceled on his birthday party when the Chiefs made it and like not in a bad way like, super sweet kind like of course I would rather go to the Super Bowl too so with Declan and Declan was like so Ryan gets to go to the Super Bowl for my party and I have to go to my party but he did enjoy his party and your original question was did I enjoy the Super Bowl yes um it was lovely. You had left. And so we went to Christina. And shout out to Dequel. We went to Christina Dequel's house and watched I it. People who follow this
0: podcast know Dequel when we had that um, concussion episode after Tua. Dequel's a two-time Pro Bowler, I think, linebacker. He was my college teammate and he lives like a mile from me. And we're still, I mean, our families are very close now. And uh, that's where you watch the Super Bowl with Christina Dequel. But I'm
4: shouting him out because he... He Dequell, came to Declan's birthday party and got stuck coaching slash throwing quarterbacking for the winning team. I hate to say it, I mean this, but Dequell's team crushed your team. Um, I heard you were throwing the balls a little bit too hard at the kids. Um Well,
0: I mean, if you want to win, I, I gotta I gotta thread the needle. And Dequell also had the birthday boy and um teams that were selected by the birthday boy, but I No,
4: I selected the teams. I I tried to match them evenly. On each I split up. No, I'm just joking.
0: The teams were teams were evenly matched. They're I split up matched. people
4: who, like, like of the kids that actually do play flag football, I split them up equally. I split up kids who I know aren't really into sports equally. I try to match these uh, teams the team equally. match teams are equally
0: matched. Dequel out quarterbacked me.
4: Thank you. There you go. Just, Dequel, we value you. And I forgot he was doing that off a of, um, recently repaired Achilles. I felt bad when I remember that. Like, man, that man was out there having to run with these children. Um, we owe you big time. Thank you, Dequel, for making the party possible and for or making it, like, manageable for me because otherwise i would have been their coach and their quarterback and that would have been nah, disastrous.
0: i would have just done all-time quarterback or or we would not we'd have recruited somebody else
4: okay okay yeah because it wouldn't have worked for me although i did have that one good pass yesterday you can ask my brother he saw it um peyton i guess could have been it but he was late but anyway um my brother's name guys is peyton manning um my maiden name's manning so clearly he could have been the quarterback um and he's named after my grandfather to be clear not after the quarterback like he's too old to be named after the quarterback it's just a coincidence um But so it was good. I have a rose and a thorn, but it's not about you. It's about like the Super Bowl and Super Bowl coverage. Oh, nice.
0: I like this. I like the new new look. Rose and thorn. We just do roses and thorns about things in in our life rather than about me.
4: Yeah, it's not about you. Um, And I don't like to have thorns generally about you or about anyone else because I don't like to be negative. But I feel like I can have a thorn about someone else being negative. Sure. So my thorn is what is the blonde guy who was up on the post? Is it Terry Bradshaw? I think that's who he was up like. Um,
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. With the hat? He had on the hat? I don't
4: remember. But he, anyway, he was up there on the podium or dais, whatever it's called, where they had the the trophy at the end of the Super Bowl. He kept calling Andy Reid big guy. And then oh. he said, "Waddle over here." When he wanted him to come oh. talk, it was so <laughs> awful. Like maybe they're best friends. And honestly, I did notice he had a little limp. Um, Andy That's Reed. messed up. But why would you say that? So like Terry
0: Bradshaw doesn't like me already. So it's okay. We can oh. keep.
4: Well, I, it might not have been Terry Bradshaw, honestly. No,
0: it, it probably was. That sounds like something Terry Bradshaw would um, say. Well, why funny. would you
4: say that? To Like, I get, maybe they just have this like really good relationship and it's like poking okay. jokes, but still like, and I'm sure the guy doesn't care. He's like, I'm good. Are but you like, sure? Well, I don't know. <laughs> but when he added the like big guy, big fella. Okay. That's what you call <sighs> people. Whatever. But when he added waddle over. Yeah. On live TV. (laughs) I didn't see that. Go back and look at it. I'll check it out. My son who was watching it with me, I let him stay up and watch the whole thing with me. My son who was watching it with me even realized like that was awful. And this little one says some things. Speaking of your son who says some things, he was wearing a Kindness is Contagious t-shirt yesterday that you got one of the kids for Christmas. So it has a heart. Mm-hmm. And I put it on him yesterday after his party when he showered. And I didn't put it on him, but I took it out. I was like, here, put this on. Um, and he didn't realize, but he never read it. So during the Super Bowl halftime show, his comments include her seven head is distracting me. And I love Rihanna. Like I was like, I was like, Declan, No, I didn't even get it at first.
0: Can't send the Navy after our 10 year old boy, though. I guess it's just on social media. We'll
4: edit this out. But but so anyway, he had
0: had a couple more comments. One of them
4: really offended me because he said, um, is she and like he almost said it like in a like respectful way, but he was like, um, is she 50 up there doing this? She looks like half my age, even pregnant. Like, and I'm 38. So I was like, man, if you think she looks 50, you must think I look 79. Um, and I'm about to be waddling somewhere. Um, but anyway, um, even he said that that was rude. She looked, she looked phenomenal. Great. You look great. Um, when people were saying she's pregnant, I was like, shoot, I look like that a few months postpartum. Like, good for her. But but no, she actually is pregnant again and up there, suspended in the air and being magical. Go Rihanna.
0: There was a, another post-game scenario that, that you uh, probably missed. And I don't know. This this will be really tests of Christina's judgment on editing. Um, so after the game on ESPN, Chris Berman Uh, he thought he just hit the line of the year when he was like, yeah, Uh, he said a bunch of highlights of the game and, or not highlights, but he just said a bunch of points of the game like Kelsey brothers playing against each other and, and this is the first time in NFL history that two black quarterbacks are playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Then he did a pause like this for dramatic uh, effect just before he started doing the highlight and then he said, and fittingly, on Abraham Lincoln's birthday.
4: <laughs> that is so
0: funny. All right, moving on.
4: He freed us to make some money for his state, so we could go play against each other for these owners. Thank you, on a field. Yep. All right. So yeah, so, so that was my I'm like. Why would you say some man waddles? Oh, but the kindness is contagious, right? So Declan looks at his shirt after he says this stuff about Rihanna. I'm like, Declan, like, what does your shirt say? And he reads it, he says, oh no. And he's just so fast. He says, ah, nah, I took the vaccine for that. It's not contagious to me," I said, Declan. Um, and then he insisted on taking the shirt off and wearing something different to school today because normally he just sleeps in whatever he showered in and then wears it to school the next day. But he took it off because he he didn't want people to think he was too nice at school today. Um, fittingly. Um, but okay. And then my rose for Super Bowl though is on that same <laughs> stage. Like obviously I wasn't paying that much attention to what happened in the game. I honestly like did not care who won but I kind of did yeah. want Jalen Hurts to win because like Patrick yeah. Mahomes already got his Super Bowl. Let's let all the black quarterbacks the get their Super Bowls man. and then we can go back and give seconds, but that's not right. Good job. Go Chiefs. Yay. Um, and I kind of want to hear Jalen Hurts sing again like he did after the championship, but it was so nice to hear Patrick Mahomes talk. And that is my rose. He. We did
0: a show- Oh, sorry. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is great. We'll get back to that in a second. But we did a show a couple of weeks ago about how Jalen Hurts is the most attractive quarterback in football. Do you find Jalen Hurts attractive? I mean,
4: also? I don't want to tell you this, but he is.
0: Oh, yeah, I, mean, I feel it's hard. I, mean, I feel I bad are.
4: saying it, but I was like, <laughs> um, he's very handsome. He licks his lips a lot. They're always well moisturized. My friend Safna pointed that out to me, and she's on a mission to figure out what he is using on them so that we can get our lips to look like that
0: if you can get jalen hurts more power to you i'll raise the kids
4: remember i look 79 i'll be so
0: proud of you i i want you to live your best life i'll raise the kids and and we'll we'll um meet up later in life maybe we could we can go on vacation together or something
4: so you can meet Mm Jalen. i
0: think he's i think he's cute too
4: i'll introduce (laughs) you to him um yeah he is um Anyway, you're distracting me. But yes, part of me wish. I'm about to change this D to a J. Psych, but I look 70, so I can't do that. Um, But Patrick Mahomes. And I'm sure Jalen hurts is lovely. I heard him saying he sounded like not great as a singer, but it made him sound so great because I love people who can't sing and just sing anyway. Like I don't know why I love people like that. Kind of like I love fat kids with glasses. I don't know why I love fat kids with glasses, but you know, you
0: sing and can't sing, and you were a, fat, <laughs> and kid I a fat
4: kid with glasses. But Patrick Mahomes, listening to him talk after the game, I was like, he is just such a good guy. Like he, at least he, I don't know him, obviously, but like how, like, like at one point when they first interviewed him before they had built the little stage thing for them to accept, it was him and Travis Kelsey. And so the, I think it was Aaron Andrews was like, you know, on offense y'all did so great so in that space he didn't even like give Kelsey all the credit he was like no but our defense and Eric the and like all these people and then when they were interviewing just him it was like no it was Trav and all and coach Reed you know Andy Reed and all these people like it was never about him and it was just so so beautiful to see like he seemed like such a great wonderful hardworking, tough but also just kind and that to me even though I'm raising a kid who says he Cannot be infected by kindness. Like to me, being kind is like the most important thing. And that made me just yeah. really love him and really happy for him. So those are my brothers. He, um,
0: he's been outspoken on issues of race and justice. And he's okay. um he's also like fairly religious, which I guess could cut both ways depending on who you are. But for you, I know that's definitely uh, a positive. Um what's it for you? Uh I mean, I, whatever whatever motivates you to be a kind person or uh yeah, whatever you need for peace and morality i'm all for it if, if he said that the stars made him be gracious then i'd be all for that or uh ally it don't really matter to me just find whatever it is or nothing or just you see people and you want to be decent which is fine too but yeah i'm um, yeah so I, nice. I really like it. he's always been really nice like early in his career like he um I was able to reach out and interview him and exchange information with him. He's just like a gracious guy. And have you
4: cool. ever reached out to Jayla though?
0: I will. Now, after this, I'll, I'll see if I can. can make you send him a picture of
4: me in my younger days. <laughs> and stuff yeah, both of you. us, me and stuff, side by side. He could choose. I'll share.
0: If you share, then he doesn't have to choose.
4: I'll share my opportunity.
0: Oh, okay gotcha well if, if if you're willing to share well we can have another conversation after this is over <laughs> <laughs> um oh, what was i gonna say i lost track because i was getting excited <laughs> you're talking
4: about, about hurts <laughs> you're about how nice
0: i didn't want to share Jalen hurts i meant like you're talking about
4: how nice mind. um patrick mahomes is oh yeah,
0: yeah no, he's he's a he's a great dude he seems like a really he's a really good dude um i'll tell patrick that I want to talk to Jalen and we'll see what happens. So is that your Super Bowl recap? Or are you done? Oh, the Rihanna stuff. Did you see the internet was making, um,
4: stuff about A$AP Rocky sperm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The symbolism <laughs> of Rihanna being, uh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure you saw that also. That was fun. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah,
4: that was, I know that's amazing. Cause I saw, she said, I mean, I didn't know when, but I looked in an article and it said she had a baby in May. Like I swear, like May to that, I probably still, I mean, honestly, I didn't, but like you could easily still look like that from your May baby, but no, she is like, and now I'm back with like, and she's not like a big fat pregnant person. Like I was, she was like cute. And then this little pregnant belly, like good for her. Go Rihanna. It's great. Um, But then, okay. So I don't have any roses and thorns about you. I actually have all roses that you need to guess. For
0: me. All right, cool.
4: Because okay. it's Valentine's day and I'm not a hater. I'm a lover, especially on Valentine's day. Okay. Guess what? some of my favorite things about you are. What do you think my favorite date I've ever had with you was?
0: Um, uh, uh, First one, or the second one, when we went to ESPN zone and you beat me and some stuff.
4: That was cute, but no.
0: Um. All right, well, that was my guess, I missed it.
4: On the beach in Puerto Rico, mostly okay, because-
0: was It was probably cause you look nice, that so would be my guess.
4: <laughs> yeah, I did look nice. <laughs> So, Jalen. Um, but also because it was like the first time I got in a long time with you since like because we went to Puerto Rico together after we got our vaccines. Like we waited in line early to get our vaccines. Um, some like leftovers. Um in like, I don't know when, but it was June, I guess, of twenty, 2020, um, probably not 2021, 2021. And we went to Puerto Rico together. And it was the first time we'd been away from our kids for like that whole time. And it was magical. And it was like before the Delta variant. So like we felt all comfortable and stuff. Um, it was great. So that's my favorite day. What do you think my favorite accomplishment of yours is? You're such an accomplished person. Like you seriously have lived like multiple dreams. Like this is a dream job to some people. NFL is a dream job to some people. Marry me—that's
0: a yeah, dream, and it's true. Um, I would say—I was going to say—marrying you would be your favorite accomplishment for me.
4: I mean, now that you say that, that sounds good. But no, that wasn't what I
0: had um, Business school—that
4: made me. That's it. I was so proud yeah. of you.
0: Well, you're proud of me because you forced me to do it, and you deserve as you much it. credit. I um, forced you to do it. No I mean you encouraged me to shoot for a higher level and I think that's why it's your favorite accomplishment because it's probably of the accomplishments one that you can lay a lot more claim to than the football one.
4: For sure also I don't know it just felt like like in a lifetime like you've done so much and it was like you already have this football career now you have like like I know girls joking like oh I want like somebody with an MBA, or like we'll go looking like there's like whole like fancy ivy league dating sites i've never been on one fortunately but i know these exist i'm like wow i got the football player turned hbs grad um and you still had a six-pack and you still do um and that's also Barely. a separate hanging episode. on well honestly though it's because you used to have an eight-pack so yes you are down a couple abs but yeah. like you're still it's just doing
0: genetics things. it's laziness and genetics uh i thought, um, yeah my performance ratio I think would be uh, another accomplishment that I'm very proud of.
4: What do you mean by that? Never mind. Um what's my favorite word to hear you say?
0: Uh favorite word. Um mm-hmm. your name. It
4: is. You're right. Yeah, you I know that. Because yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't say it a lot. Like, I don't know. I guess we call each other other things or just when you're living with someone. You don't. He It's not like he's saying babe or honey. Like, I mean, and not that you don't say things like that, yeah. but you don't have to say each other's names a lot when you're always around each other. So when I hear him say Ashley, I just love the way it comes out of his mouth. What's my favorite thing to see you wear?
0: Um, A Jalen Hurts jersey.
4: Honestly, that would just be a <laughs>
0: Don't do that to me. Don't do um, that to me. Pink. Something pink
4: no a turtleneck or a white t-shirt but you look oh, great
0: right. in a turtleneck
4: um what's my favorite thing to do with you
0: sex obviously
4: no yeah. wrong
0: no. I mean that's true but I mean what's your second favorite thing I don't know um uh I don't know I my like, you know, I like the
4: immersive full body cuddles uh, that's my cuddles. favorite thing, like yeah. where I just like bear hug you while you're watching a movie, but I'm I not. Mean, that's
0: kind of a euphemism, honestly. So we can cut out the other one before it's, it's not, it's euphemism- you know, that
4: um, uh, you know, that immersive
0: full body cuddles. I'm in for it. What's the next question?
4: <gasps> okay, fully clothed, also. Um, oh,
0: gosh.
4: um, okay, let's see. What are some others? I don't know if I have any others that I've mm-hmm. thought of. Oh, what's okay? Mm-hmm. Here's just a generic one What is my favorite quality about you? I mean, it's not generic, but I can think of it on the spot. Um, kindness you know what that's not what i would have thought of
0: confidence
4: yes. you know what it's like i have so many what came to mind first is like how you figure shit out like oh, like yeah. sometimes you're problem solving when it's like you think i have a problem and you want to solve it for me it does get on my nerves a little bit because sometimes i just want to talk to my problems but generally like like my shower door was messed up the other day he don't know how to fix it but he's going to figure out how to fix it guess what my shower door ain't messed up today and no one else came to my house um, but you're right. Your confidence and your kindness. I think those things
0: are connected. It was like through the pandemic when we couldn't have people in the house and things were broken. It's like, I believe I can fix them. And most of the time it works out. I think in New York, it was taken. When we lived in New York, it was taking too long for the superintendent to fix our washing machine. And I think that was one time where I was overmatched. I tried. The, well, no, actually. I think I might have succeeded, but it took like a week to get that. And then process. it broke
4: again. But it was because yeah. we had this tiny little washing machine and it was three of us. And we just had a new baby who was like pooping all over things. So we were doing a lot of laundry and I think I was putting a little bit too much detergent in and it just wasn't that little tiny machine wasn't meant for us. Um, do you have anything you want me to guess?
0: Um, what's my favorite thing about you?
4: Like that I'm happy.
0: Yes. I think it's that you find, you find joy and you bring joy to everyone else. And when you're not happy, it's very like noticeable and, and, uh, it, yeah, just your happiness, I think, is is contagious and infectious, and it uh, makes all of us happier and whatever. And then that big, perfect smile that you have is oh my God. awesome. Thank you. And Thank um, my actual favorite physical characteristic about you is the grays that you have in your hair that you are so rude to. I miss them. I love them so much.
4: Do we think Jalen likes grays?
0: I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> my guess is not. So, <laughs> so you better plug them. And
4: taking my Mary Ruth's vitamins. I'm joking. Jalen Hurts could be standing right here. I thought you, I thought you
0: were joking uh, the first six times this show came up, but now it's like, it's serious. Keep
4: it's a cool. joke going, you know? You can't, yeah. you can't just let it die. You can't let it die. He could be right here on one knee and I could have divorce papers with you already signed right next to them. I would rip them up and I would say, I'm sorry, Jalen, but let me give you some of my friends addresses. Um,
0: That's easy to say. Easy to say. I'm I'm very sure that you would actually at least think about it. You give it a you mull it over.
4: I, I, I would be like, but what do you use on your lips? Could you just
0: let me find <laughs> out real quick? I wish you uh, a happy Valentine's Day, everybody, except for me. I wish you all the best in your next relationship. Ashley. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll raise the kids. I love you.
4: I love you. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, happy. Bye. You know what? I just want to say happy Valentine's Day to Jasmine. Don't cut this out. Happy Valentine's Day to, to Jasmine, Jasmine and her boyfriend. Um, my friend, wow. I tell you somebody, I, someone with the same name as one of my students. So I thought we were actually were friends is my friend on Instagram and it turned out she's not, but she listens to this and she sent me the kindest message, um, about like imagining like we sound like what her and her boyfriend might sound like in 15 years, which speaks to Declan's point that we're old, but, or that I look old, but I'm happy to be sounding like what they can sound like in 15 years. She was so lovely and so sweet and happy Valentine's day to them. Shout
0: out at the end. I like it black it up a little bit you know what
4: happy black you. history month next week's episode we're pivoting valentine's day will be over you okay. gotta come with some black history month fire
0: all right you got it it's your goal appreciate you bye I love you bye, i love you this is the dominique foxworth show